You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGO. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing, The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com. BarnesandNoble.com or any other major book retailer. Check that out today. You'll love the book, I promise. And if you love this show, you can support this show at Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That is Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. This is where you as an individual can choose to participate in sponsorship of this broadcast for as little as $5 a month or more, depending on what fits your budget. And I love and appreciate every single one of you that does this and has done this for the over the years because it makes a tremendous difference. So thank you so much. Also, if you love the show but you're on the run and you don't have a chance to actually watch the show, you can still download it and then listen to it at your convenience, maybe in the car on your way home. Bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show is where you're going to go to download the podcast. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. And uh, you can all thank magical producer Trevor for doing this day in and day out, getting the show ready for podcast format. So good morning. Happy fucking Thursday, everybody. My goodness. Thursday, July 13th, 2023. What is going on, dude? I've had a crazy ass fucking morning. I had an appointment uh, at 845 this morning that they couldn't get their shit together until almost an hour later. So I am exceedingly late today on this broadcast. Probably why you noticed I wasn't uh, as active as I normally am on my Twitter. But it's that kind of a day. It was for a great reason and, uh, you know, no big deal. Got the uh, got my appointment out of the way. Got home just in the nick of time to do this show. But we're probably going to be ad-libbing most of it thanks to uh, the cocksucker stealing an hour of my life. You know how that goes. It just, it happens that way. But uh, it is a Thursday. I'm excited about this Thursday. There's a lot of good things happening. We got President Trump news, really cool stuff. We've got some polling data we're going to go through. We got to talk a little loyalty and what that means and why nobody who doesn't, everybody who doesn't have loyalty doesn't understand it. And everybody who has loyalty gets it perfectly. And that's pretty fun. So we're going to talk about it a little bit on today's show. We also got some dank memes galore. Oh, my God. Got a few different dank memes. I'm saving. I had one in my holster. I was going to play it early, and I was like, I'm saving it. I really like it. It turned out great. Actually, I have several, but uh, very, very high energy, fun stuff. Fun stuff. How are you guys doing today? You guys good? Hmm? You guys having a good uh, Thursday? Everybody's, are you, in a good, are you in a good mood? I'm in a good mood. I think it's, it's been a really special kind of a day. And uh, just, I think it's a really great time also. It's a great time to be a MAGA patriot. It's a, a great time to be a Trump supporter. Um, I am filled with hope and optimism and enthusiasm and passion. And I think right now, uh, everything that we're seeing, it's all systems go. I think that I'm very excited about what's happening in this country. There is a shift occurring among the electorate, and it's not the traditional Republican bloc that is, is shifting. It is something totally different. And uh, we're going to talk about it on today's show because you're going to have to win. And I don't want to win by a field goal. I don't want a last second Hail Mary. I want to open the first quarter with four fucking touchdowns. And I want an absolute 
fucking drubbing of the other side. I, I am looking at this with a different attitude than probably a lot of political pundits, many of which are trying to look at that electoral college. How do you eke out a victory? And I'm looking at that and going, you're aiming to fucking low. Swing for the fucking fences. Win states that you never thought you could win. Do the goddamn work. Get out there. This is not a hard sales pitch anymore. Biden's making it easier by the day. Win states that you don't think you can win. Win Nevada. Win Arizona. Win New Mexico. Win Georgia. Win fucking Virginia. Win Wisconsin. Win Michigan. Win Pennsylvania. Why the fuck not? Why do we concede certain states that are obviously purple to Democrats? Win the fucking whole goddamn thing. I don't want to win by seven. I don't want to go into the fucking 11th, 12th fucking hour not knowing how we're doing. Win, win, fucking win. And if you don't know how to make that happen, get with somebody locally on your ground game. Begin the process now. Win those fucking states. I'm so done with this loser pussy mentality from fucking seasoned Republicans that say things like, you can't win New Mexico, you can't win Arizona. Yes, you can. You fucking absolutely can. You need to outwork the other side. You need to stop fucking whoring yourself to Republican voters. The reason the right never wins is because you're scared to talk to the middle and the left. So what you do is you go to circle jerk GOP meetings and talk to the same 50 fucking people that have been voting Republican for a hundred goddamn years. Knock it off. You're weak. Get out and talk to young people. Get out and talk to people at colleges. Get out and talk to moderates. Get out and talk to Democrats. Stop being afraid to be told no. Stop being afraid to reach across the aisle and say, I don't care that you're a Democrat. Stay a Democrat. Vote Trump. You and I both know Biden's destroying America. But Republicans are afraid of confrontation. You're afraid to be told no. You're afraid of young people. You're afraid to have these conversations. So you have the same gay little GOP fucking Amway style meetings and you get the same fucking voters over and over again. Go get some new fucking voters. Go talk to people that have never voted and register them. Stop with the weak-ass garbage. I got all these people in my mentions. What about the cheating? What about the... Dude, cheating is irrelevant if you win by fucking 20 million votes. Go win by 20 million votes. Why not? Why not? Why can't you fucking win by 20 million? No one likes Biden. They fucking hate his guts. He's the shittiest president we have ever had. And he's only a fucking... He's not even... Two-thirds of the way done yet. We still got another year and a half of this cunt. You've got plenty of time to make the argument start it today. Stop just talking to other people that look like you. 58-year-old white women. Knock it the fuck off. There's a bunch of 25-year-old black guys that will happily vote Trump if you can sell them on economic prosperity. It ain't rocket science. They're all out there. You can fucking win and you can win big. It's one of those things I just, I watched the way the old mindset of the GOP and the RNC works and it's a fucking loser's mindset. You're scared of minorities. You're scared of young people. You're scared of poor people. Stop it. Go fucking be cool. You're the cult. You have the culture in your hand. 
You have the most badass fucking representative in the last hundred years of this country. A man that was famous as shit before he ran for politics. A man with a track record. They used to rap about him. Go fucking get it. Stop going into your own neighborhood, you fucking clowns. You go talk to your own neighborhood. Eh, well, in my neighborhood, we got 80% of your vote. Great. Which neighborhood do you have 0% of the vote? Go pick up 5%, 10%, every one of you. This ain't complicated. Stop talking to other Republicans because it's safe. Stop going to parties with only people who are already voting Trump. Start talking to people that are like, I'd never vote Trump. Go, why? Why not? Let's have a conversation. You've got to get out there. You've got to fucking start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And the time to do it is now. It's not in a year when we're fucking behind the eight ball. It's not in six months when we're still in a dogfight for the primary. It's now. Right fucking now. If you work now and if you work hard for the next year and a half, not only am I telling you you're going to win, you're going to win Huge, but you have to treat this with a sense of urgency like the elections next week. You've got to start planting those seeds in all of these neighborhoods and allow them to germinate. They're going to tell you to fuck off the first time. Expect them to say, fuck you, get out of my neighborhood. Go, fine, I'll be back though. We're going to have a conversation. I'm going to be back. And you show up with some licorice and you hand them a bag of licorice and you go, I'm back for that conversation. It's been two months. How's the economy doing for you? Has Biden done anything for you? And then you show up again two months later and you do the same fucking thing. It's now been four months. How's it going? I brought you more goodies. What do you think now? Six months. By the time you get to month six, seven, eight, all of those Democrats that you keep showing up that you give a shit about are going to start changing their fucking votes. And the whole neighborhood's going to start getting together and going, this person will not stop coming and being nice to me. They won't stop trying to convince me that Donald Trump is the way to fix my life. You've got to become salesmen and women. You've got to be fearless. You have to be willing to be told no. You have to be willing to get somebody to yell at you and say, I understand why you're mad. I'd be mad too if I only listened to the news and I listened to that fake bullshit. But I'm a nice person and I care about you and that's why I'm here. What zip code am I from? This one. That's why I'm down here in yours because everybody over there is already voting Trump. This is the mentality it's going to take to win. And unless you adopt it, don't expect a victory. But if you fucking adopt this, this mentality and you start going where you've never gone and you start talking to people that you've never talked to, I guarantee you're going to win in a way that you never thought possible. Win big. Don't win small. Go win big. It's nothing more fun than being up 40 at halftime and knowing you get to spend an entire half of football Watching your team celebrate prematurely. Watching your team play a bunch of backups because you already know the outcome is completely solidified. That's what you can do. You have that kind of an opportunity here, but it's going to take your work. You're going to have to get out there and be storytellers. That's what you old motherfuckers are supposed to be doing anyway. Someone forgot to tell you. In every culture in all of human history, up until this one, the storytellers weren't the young people. It's the old motherfuckers with tons of experience passing down the knowledge right up until this one. And for some goddamn reason, the old motherfuckers decided they don't need to talk to young people anymore. And thus, you don't tell the stories. Go tell the stories. Tell them about yourself. Tell them what you went through. Tell them how you got where you're at. Sell the fucking the dream. 
That's what it's going to take in uh, 2024. And if you do that, I promise you, you will have a win that will absolutely rock the world. And it's going to be incredible. That's just the kind of day I'm having. That's the bottom line. Because Brendan Dilly said so. All right. What the fuck? Where are you going, Trev? I see you. He's leaving. Why is Trev leaving? Is a bathroom break? You got a lunch break? Where are you going, Trev? Is everything okay? I saw him just run off. I seen that. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Magical Trevor was in the chat. He said, I have a thing to deal with. What are you doing? Is everything okay? You good? <laughs> Sometimes it's funny because if you guys announce you're walking away for a few minutes, if you walk away for a few minutes, I will start saying your name to make you run back to your phone. Oh, he says it's a good thing. Okay, good. You know who I like to do this to the most? My favorite person to do this with, and it's not his fault. He gave up the fucking, he gave up the goods on what he does when he's watching the show. Our, our favorite is fucking with uh, Miguel Fornia. Because Miguel Fornia, there's two things that Mike likes to do when he's watching the show. One, he likes to water his, uh, his fucking plants, right? And he's got a gorgeous backyard. He'll be out there watering his plants, but he's got the show playing through a speaker. So as soon as I'm like, where's Miguel Fornia? He has to run across the yard to get to his phone and then to let us all know that he's there. The other thing he does that we like to do is if he's in the pool. That's my favorite if he's in the pool and he has to swim over to the side hella fast trying to get his phone to be like, I'm here, guys. And sometimes I'm like, I'll be like, where's Miguel Fournier at? And I say all urgent and shit. And then he's like, oh, shit, Brennan needs something or whatever, right? And then he swims over to the fucking phone and he grabs it. And then I go, okay, just checking to make sure you're here, man. Yeah, I just, it's, there's nothing there. I just like to go, so you're, you're good, right? You good? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun anyways uh oh my god how are you guys doing you guys good i'm having a hell of a day i'm fired up today i'm fe i'm feeling some kind of way i uh i did a little nice thing for randy today she's very excited and uh and uh, she's been working her ass off for years and did a nice little thing for her and she was super excited and uh took a little more time this morning than i was expecting but that's okay and she's, she might notice her in the chat or you might not. But, you know, you try to do nice things for the wife. I find that, you know, I'm the worst person ever to shop for. All my family tells me this. Because I pretty much if I want something, I just am like, okay. And I, I go get it, right? And, uh, and I'm just very determined that way. Okay? So what happens is I've been doing this for some years now, and I'm actually a pretty simple kind of guy. Like, once I have the things I want, I'm like, that's it. I don't really, I don't get anything outside of that, if that makes sense. And so then, but then you're like, well, you want to stay focused, right? So then I get a lot of, I have a lot of fun doing things for, obviously, and you guys can relate to this, like doing things for your spouse, doing things for your, your kids, you know, n nice things for your kids, nice things for your spouse unexpectedly, right? And, uh, and that's one of those things that I, I just take a lot of joy in doing. And, and I've, I've kind of like, um, you know, we've been, we've been together nine years. It'll be, it'll be uh, what? Like, it'll be nine years this year, rather. It'll be, we're coming up on our, it'll go into our 10th year. So it'll be nine years in September. Her and I have been together. And, uh, and I got to tell you, it's one of those things where you're like, I'm learning a lot about romance. And a lot of you have been married a long time can attest to this right but i didn't realize there's like levels to marriage in in romance and and it's strange because people tell you there is but then you don't really you're like 
like, okay, like what, you know, what does that entail? But if you let yourself kind of go that route, you get a deeper appreciation for the person that you're with the longer you're with them, especially when you get to like, as you get to watch them grow with you, right? It's such a strange thing. And I know the people who've been married a really long time know what I'm talking about, but it is, it's weird. You're like, like you just wake up sometimes and you're like, oh my God, like I love you more than I did yesterday. And it's not that they don't drive you a baddie on, on occasion, right? You get like, oh, you drive you nuts sometimes, but you just find like, <laughs> you just start to notice like the little stuff and it keeps you kind of like, you know, motivated as a man. I'll say that. Like, like, no one has ever motivated me the way my wife does. And it's because she just absolutely has total and complete trust and belief in me, which is super rare, I think. You know, to have somebody that just goes, yeah, I know, you've got all of it handled. And she just buys in, right? She just buys in. And then when you have somebody that gives you that kind of level of like loyalty and, and trust, it, it invigorates you to do more because you're like, I, I, I am being, someone's trusting me with their life, right? Like, like all of her hopes and dreams essentially rest on the decisions that I make and my ability to execute and follow through. And that's like a crazy ass thing as a man, when you realize that you're like, cause like, think about it. She has hopes and dreams of things that she wants to try and experience and do. But if she's the one who's like, okay, I'm going to be on the back end with the business and helping out with the kids and making sure you're fed, then she's really not in the driver's seat of those things. She's saying, okay, I, I have this list of things that I would like to experience or have, and I can't have them unless you achieve them. And I trust you to do it, which is fucking cool as shit. Cause you're like, it kind of makes you just realize you're like, damn, like that's a lot to, to put on someone, right? Like, cause I couldn't do it as a man. I couldn't do it be like, okay, I'll just sit back here. And I'm trusting that you're going to accomplish all the shit that I was hoping to have. I'll just be back here letting you do that. Like, I couldn't do it as a man, right? But as a wife, she does it, right? You know, as a wife, she does it. And it's like, oh, shit, that's, like, really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I see all the cynics in the chat. I feel bad for you. I see you guys. I know. I feel sorry for you. I'm not even mad at you. Misery loves company, so please keep... As I'm saying this, please keep rattling off your really, really smart comments. Hold this L. Doesn't say shit about... Your failing doesn't say anything about marriage in it, of the institution of marriage or me. You publicly disclosing how bitter you are is... God bless you. I see you in the chat. I'm just saying, like, if I talk about something positive and uplifting and your first impulse is to talk about some misery shit that you went through... You might not fucking be over it. You feel me? I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like you, I didn't say it, but you started crying on my fucking chat while I'm talking about something positive. And it's kind of low-key sad. Like you got unresolved issues and it's not one of you. There's a bunch of you. So if you, if, if my positive story triggered your bullshit, you ain't fucking over it yet. You understand? You gotta let that shit go. Because that is not on me. I say, oh, I got divorce. It's like, uh-huh. I see you. Good luck with that. There you go. 40 years of marriage for Pamela. Congratulations. That's cool. Now, you just, you have to buy all the fucking way in. You know what I mean? 
You have to buy all the fucking way in. That's what I'll tell you. And if you don't buy all the way in, it won't work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there you go. It's cute watching Hogman pretend he has options. I see him in the chat too. Hog's like, don't worry, Harley. I'm not going to let those other gals steal me away. Dude, shut the fuck up. You're adorable. Ah, he's like, don't worry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Didn't I tell you guys yesterday she gassed him up too much? I told you the other day, dude. He got a hot wife who's really nice, and now he's like, I'm the shit. It's like, no, dude, your wife's the shit, and for some reason she likes you. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. <laughs> I got I to gotta bust his balls. I got to keep him grounded. This fucking guy over here. Hey, I don't know if you know this, Hogman. I sent a DM to Bongino, and I, I sent him a link to your Twitter. And I was like, look, dude, my friend's not gay, but he's not going to say no either. So I just, I thought it was a good line. Uh, he did give me a thumbs up. So I don't, if you got that Bongino follow, Hogman, that's why. I just let him know. I was like, hey, dude, he is totally not gay, but he's not going to say no, if you know what I mean. So you should be getting, I think you get the follow out of it. He didn't say, he wasn't dismissive. He gave me a thumbs up. So, yeah, bro, it's like, you might have a chance. I, I don't know. I don't know what his situation's like. You know what I mean? I don't know what his situation's like, but he wasn't immediately like, leave me alone or block me. He was kind of like, yeah, he's, he's going to follow you now. So, Harley, you might actually have something to worry about. <laughs> oh, that's enough of that. All right. Oh. Yeah, crazy, crazy day. Crazy things. Uh, President Donald J. Trump, bunch of really cool stuff he's got going on right now. Um, I'm going to talk about one of those things. I think this is relevant. I want to start here. Let me, let me make sure I got it. We got big things happening uh, for Team Trump this weekend. And one of the things that they're doing, and I thought this was really cool. He's, uh, now, th this weekend, he's going to be doing a TPUSA event. The entire meme team and yours truly were invited as guests of President Trump. I'm not probably going to be able to make it. I'm hoping some of my guys go. We'll see. I'm going to start harassing them because it's short notice. But I want to try to get some of my guys out there. I don't know if I can. But I'm telling you right now, they got uh, exclusive invites. And we'll see if we can't get some Team Dilly people there. Certainly the Dilly meme team. But uh, that's this weekend, TPUSA event. But also, we've got this going on. President Trump is going to host a screening of Sound of Freedom at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey. And uh, it says President Trump will be joining uh, will be joined at the screening by Eduardo, whatever the fuck you say his last name, and Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard. So this is a very big deal, and uh, I'm excited. And uh, I believe it's happening next Wednesday. I could be wrong. Next Wednesday. Yeah, Phantom Shadow, that event is in West Palm Beach, my friend. It's down in West Palm and we do have invitations, and I can get that arranged for you. Uh, so all of my Florida meme team, if you want to go to this, respond to the email. If you didn't get an email, let me know, and I will get your ass and a guest on the, the event. It's for Saturday the 15th. Um, let's see. We'd love to see you there to support President Trump in action. Uh, well, we, uh, okay, yeah, I can... Yeah, I can get you guys taken care of. You just got to let me know, okay? Let me know. They're still selling tickets, but I might be able to get you extra special access. I know there's a couple of you that should go. 
we've got a Florida Dilly meme team crew that that could be a lot of fun for. So we'll, we'll talk after the show. But uh, this is really good, too. Right. This is really too good, too. Uh, President Trump, like I said, sound of freedom. Trump national golf. Uh, this is great because you've got the Republican frontrunner highlighting a movie that is bringing massive amounts of awareness to the trafficking epidemic we have in America. We've got an emergency in America, and Donnie J. Trump is highlighting that issue, and, and I think it's just a really a classy move. It really is. It's the right thing to do, and I think it makes a big deal. It makes a big deal out of the film, and it's going to keep the momentum going for Sound of Freedom. I'm looking forward to seeing this film as well. I don't know exactly when I'm going to go see it. Maybe I could sneak it in this weekend. Hopefully, we will see. And uh, and I'm sure it'll be a, you know a, a good time, good good film. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Anywho, very cool stuff. So there you go. There you go. President Donnie J. Trump, what a boss. <laughs> Isn't that fucking awesome? Look, dude, and, and if you're not fired up, I have a lot of reasons for you to be fired up. That's the first one. First one is that, right? But I got some other stuff. Well, where'd it go? I'm going to move this over here. Got to move some stuff around here. I want to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some things, all right? Because we're about to get into, oh, Jesus, polling, a little bit more polling every single day. And I thought I'd introduce this polling segment of the show by, uh, show, by, by, uh, Playing in an incredible, incredible meme, courtesy of Lauren Eve and Little Memes. Check it out. Come at me. Look, you don't want to see a war like this. I was ready for whatever. I was born like this. It's kind of funny how you run that fence. No walk, all talk, and it don't make sense. You get so angry. Why you always so mad? What you want to do? How's it going to be? Come at me. But I will though right. Straw man, what's the plan? You for real, bro? For real? I'm not afraid, I'ma show you how I feel So if anything, you never say I didn't keep it real though Do a lot of dirt, time to clean it up When I'm stepping on the scene, probably seen enough Truth be told, I don't know why you acting up Cause you never had a chance when it's getting rough All lies, no truth Don't you know I'm no fool Got my eyes on you What you really want, do? I swear to God, talk is cheap I'ma let my actions speak you wanna do? How's it gonna be? Come at me. Come at me. Come at me. Come at me.
so good. Lit. Absolutely fire. How could you not be excited after seeing that? How could you not be excited? Isn't that fucking good? I know it's so good, dude. So good. All right, let's start uh, reverse order. I got a poll, and it shows across the country what Donnie J is doing. Okay? Now, it's early polling. But motherfucker, why not expand it? There's a point to what I'm saying. Look, everybody goes, oh, don't trust the polls. I agree. But what if those fake polls, you keep adding one to two points every month to them? Where will you be in 16 months if you add one point to these polls every month? Do you understand me? What happens if in 16 months, is that how long we got, 16 months? You added one point to every one of them. This is what I'm trying to get at. You, how do you eat a fucking elephant one bite at a time? And this is where I, I firmly believe that Donald J. Trump cannot just win the 2024 election. I believe if you activate the millions and millions of MAGA supporters, you can win in a fucking landslide. Let's go. North Carolina, Trump up eight right now. Why can't we add 10 more? One point every month. Why not? Trump and Georgia up four. One point every month. Why not? Why can't we win with 60 fucking points? Why can't we win in a landslide? Arizona, Trump up four. Why can't we add a point a month? It's not assumed. This isn't some fucking guessing game with these polls. A lot of these polls, there is a rhyme and reason to them. No one's saying you got to add seven or eight all of a sudden. You need one point swings in Trump's direction every month. Every month. Arizona. One point a month. Keep going. Wisconsin. Trump's down six. One point a month. Keep going. Michigan, it's dead even. Why not add a point a month? Keep going. Pennsylvania, dead even. Nevada, it's basically dead even. This is what I'm saying, dude. Why can't you win all of these states? Fuck the cheating. I don't care. All of you crying about the cheating. Unless you're doing something about it, I don't want to hear about it. You have to break the goddamn machine. You have to swamp them. Donald Trump knows it. You've got to ballot harvest till like your fucking life depends on it. It does. Learn to ballot harvest. Learn to poll watch. Learn to get involved. You can win big. Stop the excuses. Stop crying about what you think might happen. Do something about it. Every time you have a fear of the 2024 election, that's your sign to take action to quell that fear. This is what you're going to need to do every fucking day. Fuck fake polling. I don't want to hear that either. All it is, this is like weight loss. It's just a unit of measurement. That's all you need to know. It's a unit of measurement. Keep going. This was an aggregate poll. I can't remember where I grabbed it. It's on social. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. You can find it if you want. 
See if I can. I don't know if I can find it right now. I could try. I could try. It's an aggregate. Let's see if I can find it. That one was from the Prime Group, uh, Geffard Group. And uh, they've got their, how they did it, it's listed on the website. So you can see. It's, dude, look, I'm telling you. Assume they're fake then. I don't really care. That's not the point. Everybody who wants to always sound smart in my chat by going, what about the fucking rigging? What about the fake? All of you that think you sound smart, you don't. Every time you want to write to me and say, they're going to try and rig it. I want you instead to write down your suggestion for fixing the problem. This is one of the things that drives me nuts is I have a whole bunch of people that are really good at being the people that are like picking out Waldo. Like no one cares, motherfucker. Yes, you found Waldo. Congratulations. It wasn't hard. Are they going to try to cheat? Yes, they are. What are you doing to stop it? Are you smart enough to know how to do that? Have you researched it? Or does your concern stop at, I think someone's going to cheat. Do you stop at complaining or pointing it out? Oh, I think someone's going to cheat. Okay. Where do you live? Have you investigated how to stop that from happening in your county? You haven't? You shouldn't chat until you do. This is what I'm trying to tell you. You're not on the sidelines. If you keep commenting that you think they're going to cheat, you're still on the sidelines. The only way you will get around this is get in the game. It doesn't matter whether the polling's rigged. Good. Assume it's rigged, and it's rigged for the Democrats. Assume all of it's rigged. This is the whole point. This is how you actually win at life. This is how I operate in everything. I assume someone's going to try to fuck me over. I assume that the game is rigged. I assume they're going to try to deplatform me. I assume they're going to try to censor me and fuck me over. And then I solve all of those problems before I go forward with what it is I need to do. And by solving them preemptively, when they don't happen, I have a massive victory. And if they do happen, I have a contingency plan. The fact that you know they're going to cheat should be a motivation enough for you to be working right now to outwork them and prevent it. Action, action, action. Get involved. If you're in the state of Florida, why aren't you going to TPUSA's event this weekend with Trump? If you live in Florida and you live anywhere within a reasonable distance of West Palm Beach, how come you're not going to the TPUSA event to support Trump? Is it the cost of the tickets? Okay, fine. Can we figure out a way to make that happen? Is it because you didn't want to get involved? Why aren't you? You got to buy into this shit completely. You need to become involved now. Weekend meetups. Oh, GOP's got an event. I'm going out to it. It's a bake sale. Get involved. I'm not even a big TPUSA guy fan, but I'm telling you right now, you're going to have a great time. I'll tell you that. They put on a hell of an event. You got to get involved, though. Buy in. Get there. What can I do? When are we ballot harvesting? How do I get involved? Tickets are still available. They're on the website. I don't know where anybody's telling you there's no tickets. They're, they're available. If cost is the issue, fine. I understand it. Why not take a drive over there and get your Trump signs and meet him? Hold your signs out front. It's free to stand on the curb. I'm trying to get this across to you guys. Like, you actually have to buy this now. Buy into this now. You understand? If it's a cost thing, no worries. 
tune in from home. Make sure you're watching from home. But if you got a little extra money for the gas, drive up there, hold a sign. Why not? It'll be a blast. You'll meet a bunch of great people. Throw on some sunblock, head up to West Palm, hold the signs. You understand? I'm just telling you, you've got to get bought in. This has to become a priority. I've went to a bunch of stuff this year, you guys, that I really couldn't afford. I'll be straight up with you. I, I mean, look, the show's good, and I'm doing good, but the economy's hitting me just like it's hitting everybody else. And I'm like having an, okay, I'm at a tight budget there, strings there, boom, boom, boom. And it's hard to be like, when Team Trump goes, Dilly, you want to come to this? It's in two days. And I'm like, great, I have to drop 700 on a credit card to go to the fucking, to, to see the president. Now, I'm not going to say no to that. But my point is, I'm like, okay, what can I do to, to recop that money? What things can I cut out? And because I know I'll never regret that experience. That's how I operate. I'm like, okay. Because it's not like you're, you're not indulging like you just bought a fucking new electronics. It's like, I'm going to go see the guy that's trying to save America. Okay? It's not a fucking rock concert. So I drop everything because I go, I got to go. Right? I got to grow. I got to be there. Your mind has to become a lot more Trumpian. You have to have a Trumpian mindset, which is big goals, big plans, tons of different strategies to achieve those goals, and network, network, network. Connect with your MAGA. Connect with your Trump supporters. Who in your neighborhood, you, oh, I, I, I got to watch the kids. Great. Who can step in for you that's a Trump supporter that you know that would be willing to come by for a few hours so you can go. So what I'm trying to tell you is like, I don't know what else you could spend money on between now and, and November of 2024 that's going to be more important. Because you're fucked if he doesn't win. And so is all the money you saved. Your retirement's fucked. Your country is fucked. Your real estate is fucked. Like, that's what I'm trying to get people to understand is like the reason I operate a certain kind of way is because I know there's only two options. We win or everything I work for gets blown to smithereens anyway. Like, that's where my mindset is. That's fucking our D-Day. It's you've got to be able to beat the machines, beat the Democrat Party, beat the Uniparty, Party, beat the establishment. And that's why you kind of have to figure, you have to be a lot more proactive, dude. You got to be a lot more proactive. How do I make shit happen? Okay, it's going to cost me this much. If I make sandwiches and I bring a cooler and I budget this much, can I make this work? And if you can't be there, then that's fine. Then what can you do in your local municipality this weekend? If, if you're not there to support Trump on Saturday, which is fine, what can you do? To, what else can you do? What else can you do to go and either canvas or meet people in your neighborhood? Could you have a block party, throw a little party? Do you, have a, do you have the ability to host people to watch Trump's speech at, at uh, TPUSA? You understand, like, there's other ways you have to go at your budget in your life. I understand some of you might be disabled. Hey, I can't get out of the house. I got these issues. Great. What do you have to work with? I got about 50 bucks to work with. Great. Order a Trump hat, get it, and then I want you to do laps in your neighborhood in your wheelchair with your new MAGA hat on and start conversations. A lot of people forget it's that level of grassroots that wins. Get in your wheelchair, drive around, roll yourself around the fucking neighborhood, new MAGA hat on, all pristine, shaking hands and introducing yourself. This is the, it's like, what can I do? Do I have a time? Block it out. 
an hour a week. If every one of you does an hour a week of, of getting out into the public, you'll be shocked. Okay? You'll be shocked. You get you just start getting involved. It's it's a contact sport. It's very much like sales. It's a contact sport. Getting involved, talking to people, selling them the dream. Hey man, have you heard about Agenda 47? We're fucked if we don't get Trump back. This Biden guy's an asshole. Be be of giving. Be give your energy, give your love, give your passion. Give gifts if you have to. But it'll work. It'll work, and we're doing well right now. I believe in what is happening. Uh, let's obviously that was a Biden poll versus Trump, but let's talk a little primary polling. Oh man, what happened there? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh man. <sighs> Election betting odds, DeSantis. Of, get, of, of DeSantis getting the GOP nomination. Uh-oh. Who, what the, who did this? What, what is happening here? How did this... Well, what... Okay, if that's where DeSantis is at, what's Trump's... Where's Trump at? Oh, you're going to love this, you guys. Ready? Oh. Trump is up 0.4% in the last day alone. It's numbers. It's numbers. 66.8. Keep going. Next stop, 67. Next stop, 68. Next stop, 69. What? Who did this? Who fucking did this to Meatball? Someone did something to Meatball. I don't know who did it. I don't know which one of you is responsible for doing this to this man. But somebody or some team of people came along and partnered with Team Trump and did a thing. I saw that you have like a 1955 Porsche in there. That was nice. How much is that worth? Funny, I go out for a walk and we're the first young family to be in the governor's residence in about, I mean, it's been about, you know, since the 1970s that you had somebody there. You know, I enjoyed supporting him when he was president. We worked really hard for his re-election. And Should ask him. He's a little bit of a gas station connoisseur. He's a little bit of a gas station connoisseur. Oh! Oh! oh. People with type 2 diabetes are excited about the potential of once-weekly Ozempic. He's a little bit of a gas station connoisseur. Why on earth are you making chocolate pudding? Because I've lost control of my life. Please clap. Never Back Down Incorporated is responsible for the content of this advertising. Damn! 
This is why you shouldn't make Miguelifornia angry. <laughs> destroyed. He's destroyed. This is what happens when you start seizing the culture. Millions and millions and millions of views of all of this incredible work, courtesy of the meme team. I can't highlight enough how effective this is. The psychology of cutting through the brainwashing is pretty simple, actually. It's a combination of unapologetic, direct truth with some humor to allow you to, to see, you know, essentially take back control of the subconscious. You understand that? The subconscious mind is guarded, protects itself. When you can infiltrate through humor and get it to drop its guard, you can begin undoing a lot of the damage that's been done courtesy of the mainstream media. Bottom line is DeSantis is a fucking chode with a shitty campaign, and he's a weak, fucking dorky-ass politician. He's, just, he's like every other cunt lawyer you've ever met. There's nothing unique and special there. And all you have to do is allow people a chance to realize that and go, fuck, this guy is a fucking dork. This is what you do. It, see, it cuts through all of it. California, he and I had this conversation with the meme team. Meme team, we were all chatting. We're like, dude. And Mike knew. Mike was like, I'm going to do nothing but nostalgia, nostalgic music from my era growing up, which is the largest voting block in America. And I'm just going to do memes and change the lyrics on songs that everybody already knows the lyrics to. It's fucking genius. It's absolutely genius. Because you already are accustomed to loving that song. It already is something that you love. And then all he did was take it and he just put a different message on it so you could see the truth finally. Okay? That's all it is. And it's genius. And it works. And people appreciate it. And it makes them smile. It makes them smile. If you can make people smile and laugh and you, they remember you, they remember what you're talking about. I don't think Mike would mind me telling you guys, you know who's DMing him constantly? Do you want to know who's DMing him constantly and telling him how great the memes are? Yes, of course, Team Trump loves him. Set that aside. It's true. They love him. But that's not who I'm talking about. And it's true. MAGA loves him. But that's not who I'm talking about. Do you know who is messaging him? Democrats. He's winning Democrats over through culture. Democrats are messaging him and saying, this is fucking funny, dude. It's, he's removing a lot of the fucking stigma attached to being a Trump supporter because we're not cunt Republicans. We're cool. We're the fucking cool kids. The Dilly meme team is the fucking cool kids. All of the rest of these fucking dorks, they don't represent us. We're not button up. We're not going to not curse. We don't know, fucking shy away from shit. We've got swag. Mike, Mike has soul. 
He's a fucking musician. Democrats are messaging Mike almost daily. Dude, this is fucking funny, man. Really good stuff, bro. I can't stop watching it. It's hilarious. Red pills all over. Red pilling is more than just barfing information on people. Vomiting information. Sometimes it's just looking them in the eye and going, yeah, that guy's kind of a fag. That's why nobody wants to vote for him. And they're like, oh my God. You're like, it's true. They're like, damn, that is true. Cut through the programming. Cut through the programming. Be somebody that people like. It's working. It works. We're taking back the culture. The culture is American. It's not Republican or Democrat. It's American culture. And we're taking it back. And we're giving people permission to laugh at shit again. We're showing them how Americans used to get down. It's working. It's having a tremendous effect. I saw that you have like a 1955 Porsche in there. That was nice. How much is that worth? <laughs> Funny, I go out for a walk, and we're the first young family to be in the governor's residence in about, I mean, it's been about, you know, since the 1970s that you had somebody there. So many losers within, there was never a doubt. So many bad composers and users, easy to knock out. There's no battle you know, I enjoyed supporting him when he was president. We worked really hard for his re-election. And Should ask him. He's a little bit of a gas station connoisseur. He's a little bit of a gas station connoisseur. Oh! Oh! oh. People with type 2 diabetes are excited about the potential of once-weekly Ozempic. He's a little bit of a gas station connoisseur. Why on earth are you making chocolate pudding? Because I've lost control of my life. Yeah! Yeah! Please clap. Never Back Down Incorporated is responsible for the content of this advertising. California. Donnie J. Trump, according to this poll, still holding on to a 26-point lead in Republican uh, for the Republican nomination in Cali. This is the PPIC Notes uh, poll. So you guys have to check this one out. Just another poll. I know in other ones he showed him up by 30, 35. This one he's still up 26 and doing very, very well. That's in California. California crushing it as usual. Absolutely crushing it. DeSantis fading fast. Look, meatball, bad campaign. Bad candidate, bad campaign. Bad branding. Still don't know your policy platform, bud. What happened? I was told that DeSantis was going to have policies on his website any day now. I dare any of you to go to DeSantis' official uh fucking campaign website and find the policies tab with a written out ex comprehensive explanation of what it is he wants to do. I challenge you to find it. Try and find it because there's five different places on the website to donate and you can buy a shitty Hawaiian DeSantis shirt on the website, 
but I can't find out exactly what he's going to do to repair the economy. He's not a serious candidate. You're not a serious candidate if you don't have a platform. I once ran a fucking congressional race and had a full-blown platform, and I was only in the race less than six weeks, and we only had, we raised less than $50,000. And I had a full comprehensive website that had all of my policy platforms, whether it was education, credit reform, border, I had all of it on there. Less than six weeks, and, and I didn't have millions of dollars, and I didn't have a bunch of staff. Devil Dogs, <laughs> Devil Dog says the only platform he has are his shoes. <laughs> Team Meatball going after Trump for all the usual things. DeSantis himself going on television and saying how he would have handled shit. Saying things like, oh, I would have gotten rid of Fauci right away. Fauci was a huge mistake by Trump. That's Trump's problem. Huh. Is that what he did? Is that what you would have done, Rod? You'd have got rid of Fauci, huh? You sure? I feel like we might have some evidence to the contrary, courtesy of Leah Memes. Uh-oh. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. Oh, really? Oh, really? You are fired. Get a vaccine because it's good for you to do it. It works. My view is, is you know, if, you, if you get a vaccine, the vaccines are effective, you're immune. It'll either protect you completely against infection, and the chances are very likely that you'll not be able to transmit it to other people. The vaccines are effective, you're immune. The risk is extremely low of transmitting it to anybody else. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. If you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Get vaccinated and then live your life as if you're protected. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not gonna get infected. The vaccines protect you. I think Fauci should have been Fired? <laughs> you serious? I was the leader in this country in fighting back against Fauci. We bucked him every step of the way starting in April of 2020. We bucked him every step of the way starting in April of 2020. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. You're kidding, right? If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are vaccinated, though, the number of people that end up hospitalized after is almost zero. It's incredibly, incredibly low. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. I think Fauci should have been fired. Uh, and I've said very clearly, you know, if I'm president, uh, somebody like Fauci is in the government, I will bring them in um, and I will tell them two things. You are fired. You're kidding, right? You're kidding, right? You're fired. Get out of here. Right? Right? Please clap.
Would you, Rod? You'd have fired him, huh? Tough guy. I told him what it says. I says to him, you can get out of my office now. You're relieved. You know what you can do? I could, I'm going to tell you right now. There's two things I'm going to tell you. You, you can leave now. Please. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I just said to him, I said, okay, you can go leave right now, okay? Maybe. Bye. I want to just let you know we're not happy with what you're doing. And we're going to keep it on a... We're gonna, I'm writing this down. I'm going to check this twice. You're in so much trouble. Listen to me, Buster. This is... This is a Rod DeSantis administration, and I don't like what you're doing with people. You're doing a bad job, you know, with him mostly. I mean, sometimes. If you don't knock it off, I'm going to have my wife come talk to you. She's going to... I'm calling Casey. Do you want me to pick up that phone? That phone calls Casey. I'll call her right now. I'm so serious. This is so serious. If you, I'm so serious. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm gonna call my wife. You're in so much trouble. Bros out here acting like a hard ass. Literally was gargling Fauci's balls. We have the video. You fucking cunts at the DeSantis campaign. We have video. Are you fucking retarded? It's not fucking 1965 where no one had cameras. It's 2023. We've been cataloging your gay shit for years. Oh, man. My wife's going to be mad. Bro, like, do they not know those videos exist? I would have fired him after sucking him off. Once I finished him off, I would have fired him, maybe. Okay, that's the last time I do that. Time to go, Fauci. He even tried to steal Trump's line of you're fired. Thank you, Leah, for that incredible meme, because that was brutal. What a fucking dumb shit. We have the video. I mean, what an absolutely idiotic campaign. You didn't have an answer that was better for this? Do you guys want to see something? Do you want to, do you want me to show you? Do you want me to show you something? I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you how to get out of the most complicated political checkmate in all of politics. Do you want me to show you? Let me show you. Now, I'm not going to put the glasses on because I don't think it's appropriate for what I'm about to do, but... Test later, erase and forget most of what you've been taught. The professor is here and his assistant is hot. Suck my 
Mónica. Yeah, I'm not happy with how things went with Dr. Fauci. Unfortunately, at the time, I I was making the best decision that I was uh, able to make at that time. I got to tell all of you, my background is not in medicine in any form. I never studied any of it. I'm a politician now, but before that, I was a lawyer. And as a lawyer, I never delved into medicine at all. I have no understanding of medicine. I'm simply a politician who aggregates information and opinions from people who are very smart and very qualified, and I try to make the best decisions for the people of Florida that I can. And in the case of Dr. Fauci, in hindsight, I absolutely loathe this man, and I wish I would have made different decisions at the time. However, at that point, we didn't know what we know now, and I certainly didn't know what I know now. Dr. Fauci obviously was doing something that I think none of us in the government could have expected or anticipated, which is as a physician, as a scientist, he was openly and uh, eagerly lying to not just the American public, but he was lying to the officials. And that makes it incredibly difficult because when you have a man who's been in uh, his job for 40 years and he's revered and respected, and he's in a field of interest that you do not study. I don't study. If he was a lawyer, I could have had a, a more intelligent conversation. But he was a doctor. And like you and the American public, I trust my doctors. And therefore, I trusted this man because he had the qualifications in the background to have earned that trust. And I was betrayed. Just like the rest of America, we were betrayed by a man who obviously had a different agenda than what he was presenting. And at that time, as a representative of the people, I believed what I was promoting was something that was safe, effective, and going to get Florida open again and safe. I thought it was going to save lives. Now, it's debatable whether it did save or not save lives. But what I can tell you in hindsight is I wish I wouldn't have promoted anything this man said because I hadn't seen his emails. I hadn't seen all of the evidence against him, nor had I seen all of the science against what he was promoting. I can't change the decisions I made under duress in that emergency situation. And I can't go back and fire Fauci, even though every fiber of my being wishes I could. All I can do going forward is make sure that we've got a panel of experts who are all from separate places so that there's nothing that they're overlapping or working together on. I want them separate to get separate opinions that are totally and completely honest. And this is how I will handle it going forward. I myself even believed this man as governor of Florida, so much so that I went and I got vaxxed and boosted twice because I believed what he was saying to me. I took my own health uh, into my own hands and I risked it based on his opinion, just like millions of other Americans. So you are not alone in this. I also have questions and concerns about what it is that I put in my body that it was based on this man and so many other doctors' suggestion and opinion. Thankfully, up to this point, I have not had any adverse reactions, and so I'm going to continue to live my life and take care of my body the way I have been, and I implore all of Florida to do the same thing, and going forward, we will never, ever make that type of decision again without having a broader a group of doctors and scientists at our disposal. The end. That's unrehearsed. 
That's what it looks like when you're an honest person who actually is contrite and sincere. No prep on that. You could give that answer, and it would have not only been a mic drop, it would have been totally fucking true. It would have been totally true. And people would have went, makes sense to me. The Santos doesn't know how to do it. Team Meatball, all you had to do was say that one statement. I just did, was that a minute and 20 seconds? A minute and 20 seconds, and that's it. For the rest of the campaign, there's your narrative. Over and over and over. But you lied? You lie and say you would have fired the guy? You lied. You were promoting Fauci six months after Donald Trump left office. For six and a half months, seven months after Donald John Trump left office, Governor Rod Meatball DeSantis continued promoting not just the vaccine, but Dr. Fauci science. That lying fucking weasel. Year, almost a year after he continued to peddle this shit. Remember when yours truly told everyone back in January that COVID was a non-starter and that no politician who was in office at that time would get out clean on this one? Remember when I said this? I go, it's a non-starter for any campaign with a brain because no one's clean on this. And if no one's clean, it means everyone's dirty, which means there are no attack ads because there's always going to be a counterattack ad. Remember I said this? All those fucking DeSantards, who I converted most of them and red-pilled the shit out of them, I told them, it's a non-starter. No one cares. No one handled it well. Well, Dilly, actually, no. No, they didn't. Nobody is clean on this. And they lied. They lied and told you that, that some people were clean. That was a lie. No one knew what the fuck they were doing. And they did. They trusted Fauci. And honestly, we, MAGA, have the, uh, I guess, the benefit of being outside the beltway. We stood on the outside, spent our days and nights researching what Fauci and Burks were saying, and eventually arrived at, these people are fucking lying. And we had all of that support from behind the scenes on the outside of the beltway. If you're inside the beltway or inside of the gubernatorial office, you are isolated from the public. You don't have access to informed decisions. You don't have time to go and aggregate information. The bigger your state and or federal government, in Trump's case, the more time management is an issue. So you can tell me Christy Nome in South Dakota got it right. Well, shit. She runs South Dakota. What is there, like 400,000 fucking people in the whole state? Not to be a prick, but quick. Name a big city in South Dakota. Go. Exactly. She probably had a little more time to look and go, you know what? I've been doing my research because I have that kind of time. I'm off every day by 3 p.m. So you're right. A bunch of states that are hella tiny got it correct. Respect. A bunch of states with fucking 25 million people were shitting their pants not knowing how to solve the problem. Shocking.
which is why you can't bamboozle the public. Lying about this makes, listen to me, and I'm going to be dead ass serious. I don't judge uh, DeSantis for how he handled COVID. Full disclosure, I don't judge him. I get it. I get it. You are scrambling and you're going off of other people who are obviously much more experienced and knowledgeable in the subject than you. I don't blame any of them for making sometimes bad decisions during a major emergency situation. Do you want to know where you blame him? He's fucking lying and he knows it. And he's just banking on, and I, this is so, it's so shocking. They keep putting this cunt in the public sphere with canned lies from the campaign and they're literally banking on the Dilly meme team and Team Trump not proving he's lying. Do you know how fucking stupid you have to be to put Rob into an interview where he speaks and you're telling him, Rob, this is what you're going to say and you're just praying Hopefully the meme team doesn't make a comparison video. You literally were like, that. these clips of him fucking lying are only a month old. Less. He's on the radio doing it still. And yet this exists. One more time. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. Oh, really? Oh, really? You are fired. <laughs> Get a vaccine because it's good for you to do it. It works. My view is, is you know, if, you, if you get a vaccine, the vaccines are effective, you're immune. It'll either protect you completely against infection, and the chances are very likely that you'll not be able to transmit it to other people. The vaccines are effective, you're immune. The risk is extremely low of transmitting it to anybody else. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. If you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Get vaccinated and then live your life as if you're protected. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. The vaccines protect you. I think Fauci should have been fired. <laughs> you serious? I was the leader in this country in fighting back against Fauci. We bucked him every step of the way starting in April of 2020. We bucked him every step of the way starting in April of 2020. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. I would have fired somebody like Fauci. You're kidding, right? If you're vaccinated, you're not gonna be hospitalized, you're not gonna be in an ICU unit, and you're not gonna die. If you are vaccinated though, the number of people that end up hospitalized after is almost zero. It's incredibly, incredibly low. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. I think Fauci should have been fired. Uh, and I've said very clearly, you know, if I'm president, uh, somebody like Fauci is in the government, I will bring them in um, and I will tell them two things. You are fired. You're kidding, right? You're kidding, right? You're fired. Get out of here. Please clap. And here's the shocking part. Leah, amazing meme. Here's the shocking part. They're doing it again. Team Meatball spent all day yesterday reacting 
to Christopher Wray lying in front of Congress and lying to the American people. And they spent all day telling us that their candidate would have handled it differently than Donald Trump. That their candidate wouldn't have hired Christopher Wray. That their candidate would have made a better decision. Meanwhile, they all continue to bank on you being too lazy to prove them wrong. Oops. Christopher Ray is talented, capable, and highly respected. POTUS has made an inspired choice, and I look forward to working with Director Ray. Oh, wow, Team Meatball. The date of that tweet? 9.28 a.m. June 7th, 2017. This is the, the newest lie that DeSantis was somehow opposed and knew better than to hire Christopher Ray. <coughs> turns out, turns out that they are lying again. And the thing that is so insulting is that Team DeSantis tells lies about shit that takes five fucking minutes to disprove. Five minutes to disprove this cunt. They're not even being strategic with the lies. And this is why they keep cratering in every fucking poll. Because they're lying sacks of shit that ordinary Americans can fact check in a matter of seconds. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. Now you see now, you done fucked up, you know that, don't you? He's a dead motherfucker now. Murder was the case that they gave me. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No coming back. Thank you, MAGA Devil Dog. Dank-ass meme. Oopsie. Uh-oh. We're going to meme you right out of the presidential race. Then we're going to meme you right out of the governorship. Then we're going to meme you about your next shitty job. Then we're going to meme you about getting fired from that job. Then we're going to meme you about your unemployment and how you have no future. Then we're going to meme you about your divorce. And then we're going to meme you later on eventually when you walk into the ocean. And then we're going to meme about how you walked into the ocean and no one ever saw you again. And then we're going to tell stories about how you were a fucking loser who blew everything. You are Roy fucking Munson, pal. You are Roy fucking Munson without the fucking charisma, okay? You are Roy Munson. Your, the name DeSantis is going to be synonymous with having the world in your hand and fucking it up. It's going to be like, oh, you Munson that. Nope, you DeSantis the shit out of that one. Bro, you fuck. What? You had her, dude. All you had to do was take her home. What happened? Ah, oh, dude, I made this fucking joke and just DeSantis the whole shit. She got out of the car and won't talk to me now. Just DeSantis the fuck out of it. What'd you do, dude? I thought you had the job. What happened? Ah, fuck, dude. I was late my very first day. Then they discovered that I had lied on my resume, bro. I just DeSantis the shit out of this thing.
You're done, pal. This isn't going to end. This isn't going to end. You had it in your hand. All you had to do was follow Trump's lead in Florida, continue to lead with humility and appreciation and sincerity, and you were going to be the president in 2028. And you fucking DeSantis the shit out of it. You absolutely DeSantis the fuck out of it. Full Roy Munson style, man. It's never going to end. We're not going to forget. Fuck that guy. We're never going to forget what he tried to do. Why would we? Not a chance. And why is that? Do you guys say, well, we will uh, hearken back onto the words of a legend who shall live forever, Rush Limbaugh. The people that voted for Trump are never going to abandon him. I don't care what Mueller does. I don't care what the media does. They're never going to abandon him. You know why? They elected him knowing who he is. And in many cases, they admire who he is. He is the one person standing in the way of them losing their country. In their minds, that's what's at stake. Rush is correct. When you lead in a way that is transparent, and when you allow human beings to see you in all of what you are, your flaws, your strengths, your weaknesses, your wins, your losses, when you do that as a leader, and you do it often enough, and you lead with that type of humility, but also confidence, what happens is human beings begin to understand what you are and what you aren't. And once they know that, they feel comfortable making an informed decision about what you're going to do for them. What you're reading is the exact principles by which I live based and have built my brand on. This is why I can't be actually canceled. You know everything about me. You can read my book and fucking read about my sexual nature. You can scroll my Twitter feed and see how offensive and cruel I can be. You can hang out on the show and see how vulnerable I can be when talking about my family or my spouse or about America. But you all got to make a decision about me as a person who takes up two hours of your day every day. And there's nothing that anybody could tell you about me that would change your opinion of me because I let you see all of it. So you already got to make a decision. You were like, I already know who Brendan Dilly is. Yeah, I know. He says terrible words. It's funny as shit. I know he loses his shit on the, the chat occasionally and boots people out and has to apologize. That's called respect. I respected you enough to know that if I ever tried to withhold something, you'd eventually find it out and you may feel betrayed. So rather than take that risk, I'd rather tell you everything about me all the time, every single day, and you can make a choice about whether or not it's worth your time. That's respect. I didn't waste your time. There is nothing you're going to find out about me where you go, 
oh man, that totally caught me off guard. Really? I, I explain how much money I make sometimes. I've explained how I make money. I'm like, I make money here, I make money there, and I make money here. And it doesn't always work out. That's part of this deal is like when you form those kind of levels, that level of respect with people, they go, okay, I've weighed, what you say is you, I've weighed all of the options. And while I don't agree with everything he says, and I don't necessarily love everything that he says or how he says it, I've weighed all of the options and the pros and the cons. And I overwhelmingly have decided that I enjoy this person and I support them. And even when he's wrong, I'm like, oh, Brendan, you're crazy. And that's respect. That's like genuine love. People go, I feel like I actually know you. And I'm like, you do. You actually know me. But this is what Donald Trump did. Donald Trump did the same thing. He's like, we're going to figure this thing out. I caught him. Wow, that was a bad, you know, whatever. Oh, I wish I would have. That guy was a dog. He tells the stories. This is why you can't cancel Trump. It's why you can't cancel Dilly. This is why the objective has never been trying to convince people to become Republican. All you've ever tried to do is convince people to have better discernment about what's in front of them. If you teach discernment, it byproduct, the, the byproduct of that results in a, uh, a public that demands authenticity. This is why you're pushing out all the insincere twats. Because I'll give you a prime example. The other side of this equation is AOC. This is why you guys can't cancel AOC. Because AOC has shown her people, here's what I am and here's what I'm not and here's what I believe and here's what I don't believe. And while I might be an idiot sometimes and while I might have like really extreme beliefs on this side of the aisle, I've never hidden that from you. So you can't cancel her. She has built a foundation of following predicated on a obviously a very transparent, albeit incorrect worldview. But her people can live with that. They're like, I don't care. I've weighed the options and I like what she has to say because I agree with her about these things. And I know what she is and I don't mind. That's why there's no point trying to cancel people who are transparently one way or the other. The ones that are most easily canceled are people who are insincere and not transparent. DeSantis, Lindsey Graham, Elizabeth Warren. People like this are easy to destroy because they're liars. America is predicated on civil disagreement. I'm using AOC because she believes something and is honest about it. And you can debate her and you probably can win over a lot of audience on that, the merits of that debate. But you're not going to be like, oh, I discovered this. I'm going to destroy you for saying a dumb thing. That allows for a, an informed debate. The thing about AOC is she has certain leanings that even Matt Gates was like, I think we can work on something together. And they'll find commonality. This is how the government used to operate. Republicans and Democrats saying, okay, I don't agree with your philosophy here or here, but we've got this one issue that goes down the middle of both of us. Can we just focus on that and maybe give ourselves a win? That's 
what you do in business. This is what you do in life. This is what you do in politics. You find that thing and you go, I believe that I, I can't, I'm never going to agree with you about guns and I'm never going to agree with you about taxes. But we both agree on this. And, it, and I think, how do you feel about it? You feel that way? That's exactly how I feel. Let's write a bill together addressing just this. That's called being an adult. That's being an adult. It's a good thing. The 80s used to do this. You used to have Congress that could do this. They'd go, let's just focus on the things that we actually believe that we, there's a problem together and let's figure it out together. That's business 101. And this is what it takes to actually make America great again. But you can't do that when, when there's an overwhelming percentage of snakes on both sides. You can have opposing views. I want Republicans and Democrats, but I want them to actually believe what they're saying so that they can actually have civil debate. The problem is when they neither of them, Republican or Democrat, believe a fucking word out of their own mouths and they publicly disagree and privately all work together to fuck you in the ass. That's the problem. It's right there. It's Trump or bust, man. All right, so heads up about something. Many of you ordered this, the hats, after I mentioned that I had signed ones I'm sending out. So I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is you're all gonna get your signed hats. The bad news is if you ordered late, if you're one of the last 10 orders, let me put it that way. If you ordered somewhere between 1.30 yesterday and like five o'clock, you're not going to get the red on red hat. You're going to get this one, red on black. With It'll still have my signature. I signed them already. But unbeknownst to us, we ran out of the fucking hats, and I'm up there signing them, and I got Randy to pull off the website. Like, wait a minute. Did we just run out? We ran out. All the red on red are gone now. So we're down to red on black. And so there's like 10 of you that are going to end up with a red on black. I hope that's not a problem. If you receive a red on black signed hat and you don't want it, Email Randy and send it back and we'll replace it for you. But it happened. There was, there was 10 orders too many that I we didn't know that there was going to be a shortage. We didn't expect to get that many orders, to be honest with you. And we ran out. So the first 30 of you are getting, the, or the 25 or whatever it was, are going to get red on red signed. And then the rest of you are going to get this one signed. So that's how it'll work, Okay. And I may actually list, I think we have a few more of these. Yeah, they'll, they'll look awesome, but I'm just letting you know that you might be thinking you're getting a red on red, but you're getting a red on black, whatever. Um, but if you have a problem, no worries at all. Just send it back and then we'll, we'll replace it for you. I'll have to give you your money back or something. Because I ran out of the red on red. They're gone. So I do have like 15 more of these. So once we're done fulfilling these, I'm going to offer that bundle again probably next week and I'll sell off the remainder of these. And then I still have some gray on blacks that I'm gonna list, and I have a couple of the American flag, not a lot, okay? So that's what I'm gonna do, but they're almost all gone. We are this close to being totally out. And once we're totally out, I'm gonna talk to Trevor, I gotta talk to him today. We're working on some type of a rally shirt, 
And we're going to probably do that one like the way we used to. We're probably going to do a pre-order on that. Um, because I want to make sure I have the exact amount for you guys because I don't want to run short. But we're coming up with a Dilly 300 rally shirt for Trump. And uh, once we have that, once we have that done, I'll let you guys know. We'll present it, and then we'll do the old school. We'll ba Basically, we'll take pre-orders, and then we'll put our order in with Hales, and then the order will come, and we'll have, yeah. So that's how we'll do it, okay? Because I don't want to take a chance. I know a lot of you have missed out on apparel because I only have limited runs. But, yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. I'm, uh, I'm done today. I have a couple more things, but I'm, honestly, I'm getting a little bit of a headache. Uh, I don't know why. I'm going to take some headache medicine. Hey, Loring. Loring, I'm glad you're in here. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Randy emailed you. You didn't respond. So send me an email. She tried to look into your issue like fucking the day you emailed me. And she reached out to you, and for some reason, she didn't get a response. So email her and I together. Respond to that email. We're still trying to clear up your situation. And yes, if I haven't fulfilled, I think we already fulfilled your second order, though, bro. And if we didn't, we'll address it. But And no, if you mail me back your hats, I'm not signing them, no. Because then I have to fucking ship them a second time. That ship has sailed. Sorry. I know, Tony. I know. All right. I fucking know I was supposed to sign some shit for you. But yeah. So, oh, and the appliances arrived here at four o'clock yesterday. We had plenty of time. Yeah. Loring, we've been trying to deal with your issue since last week, Broham. So just email me. We'll get you straight no matter what. If she hasn't shipped your hats, I'll sign them for you. If she has, let us know which ones are missing. And we'll kind of get it sorted. I know. It gets a little fucking dicey. Unless I sell a hat and I know to preemptively sign it, it's very confusing, okay? We'll get it straightened out. All right, you guys. Tomorrow's Friday. Q&A Friday. You fucking make sure you email me some good questions, okay? Send me your questions for tomorrow. We'll have a good discussion. I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be just politics either. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Thursday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just oh the next re-election we want it all back we want our schools back we want our education we want our higher education back we want our banking back we want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back we want our music back we want our sports back we're fighting for all of it i won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of americanism back and actually representing america we're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.